Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, and here's your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show on 103.7 FM WKRM. Thanks for joining us this week. Today we have on our show Nick Deschamps, who is the instructor and curriculum high school coordinator at Murray County Public Schools. Welcome, Nick. Glad to be here. Hey, uh, thanks for coming in uh, and kind of short notice today. I really appreciate your help. Uh, Nick and I are going to be talking a little bit about some subjects that are um, uh, near and dear to his heart in uh, the high school uh, coordinator position, Um, ACT scores. We're going to talk about an initiative called Hashtag MCPS21, um, and we're going to talk a little bit about teaching. So, Nick, why don't you introduce yourself to our listening audience and tell them a little bit about you, maybe a little bit of your history before getting this job as the school coordinator. All right. Uh, Just a little bit about me. I've been an educator for 16 years. Uh, Most of that time here was Spring Hill High School or Spring Hill Middle School. I spent a little bit of time down in Lawrence County. Uh, During that time, mostly social studies. but I have been a coach, uh, football coach, track coach, and strength and conditioning coach for the high school for that time. So been been with this school district for quite some time, had a little bit of time off with Lawrence County, being able to see other people in action. Um, but near and dear, community is near and dear to my heart. So um, with teaching social studies, it, 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 to me, it's always been literacy. It's always been reading and writing and, and trying to get kids better um, just the same way that we do it on the football field or in the weight room or anywhere that we can coach kids and, and teachers. So uh, really glad to be in Murray County and, and glad to take this step forward with my new job. Yeah, I see in your uh, in your repertoire, you uh, taught uh, world history, AP world history, AP human geography, um, personal finance and strength and conditioning. Very varied. <laughs> Very varied. It's 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 good to have that vast knowledge of abilities. Uh, it really helps you moving forward um, in different uh, career paths that you might choose. Um, I really think it's interesting that there's one called AP Human Geography. Could you explain that one to me just a little bit? Okay, so AP Human Geography was our AP class for ninth grade students at Spring Hill High School, and and it's. It's more about culture and getting to understand the world around you. Um, it, it We always used it as that first step for when kids were taking, going into ninth grade, uh, having that AP experience. It's one of the only classes that we offer, uh, AP classes that we offer to ninth grade students. Uh, so it gives kids that that prerequisite, this is what an AP class is, this is what skills you're going to need. Um, but it gives them a wide variety of things to look at, so that that allows for different different styles of kids to to get that introduction into AP. Um, it was near and dear to my heart because it it's that first one, so it allows us to help those kids out and kind of see what a college level curriculum is and what that expectation is. Yeah, maybe um, for those that aren't familiar, we've used acronyms in every place that we work. Um, what exactly does AP stand for? Okay, AP is Advanced Placement. Advanced and Placement, okay. What that is, is it's college level curriculum that the students will go through the class and at the end of the semester or at the end of the year, they will take a placement course. And if they score a three, four or five on that exam out of, out of five possible points, then they receive college credit. So, and it really just varies between the different colleges. So that is very cool. So you can get an AP human geography in ninth grade. Yes, sir. That's kind of cool that you could actually have an AP class at that early, early stage in your uh, high school career. Um, Obviously, sports have been a big part of your life, and and I see something in your in your bio that also says that you are an Ayers Fellow. Could you tell our listening audience what exactly that means? Okay, Ayers, the Ayers Fellowship was um, Ayers Institute is a program run out of Lipscomb University, and what that is, it was actually started um, by the previous uh, head of education. Uh, her name escapes me right now, but. Uh, what she did is they wanted to create a program that would help teachers come together and collaborate and work on a coaching aspect and a coaching mindset. So 
um, I'll have to honor, I have to honor some of the work done by the people that I work with at central office, uh, Dr. Kara Skaggs and, and, um, previously, uh, Ron Woodard came together to create a, P- a program called the teacher leadership Institute. Yeah, you were a Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. (laughs) They created this teacher leadership institute and they interviewed teachers across Murray County with the idea of training these teachers in order to be teacher mentors and teacher leaders in our buildings and hopefully kind of just bring everybody up together. So that's what the Ayers Institute was. Um, We went through... It, it all started last year. Uh, we went through coaching training, um, soft skills, uh, the acronym SCARF that, that, that's interesting, and understanding how people react to certain things. And oh, okay, we, you're not just going to give me an acronym and not tell me what it means, right? <laughs> well, it's it's so it's, it's social, emotional, and talking to people and, and finding out what they uh, what they value the most. Okay, very good. Um, but it was an interesting process, and and it was really interesting for me because I was just finishing up on my master's degree, so I talked with quite a bit of the people that were involved with it. Then I ended up with the Ayers Institute with Lipscomb. Um, we had to do an action research uh, program that we ended up doing as a group because of the shift from COVID last year. Um, that action research actually helped guide some of the dis- dis- some of the decisions the district made as far as what we've done with the pivot to remote because um, we talked to, to teachers about how efficiently they could work in an online remote environment. So that, that was definitely some interesting data that to look at while COVID was hitting and we were trying to deal with everything. So, well, I'll just say this. Welcome to your new role as the high school coordinator for instruction and curriculum. I, I have a good insight that you're going to do a great job at this. Uh, You have the right kind of mindset and personality. that's really going to help out the students that you're working with. Okay, so now let's switch gears a little bit here. Let's get into something that you and I have been tasked with in a, in a project, and that is hashtag MCPS21. You're going to be hearing a lot more about this, hashtag MCPS21, uh, Murray County Public Schools 21. I'm going to let you go ahead and tell us a little bit about that because you kind of brainstormed this idea of this hashtag and some of the things that we're going to be working on and, and putting out into the public. In talking to Director Hickman and some of his goals that that he would like to see, one of the biggest ones that come that came up was boosting up Murray County Public Schools score ACT scores to a twenty one. Um, What's the max score? Max score is thirty thirty six. Thirty six. So, mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, well, in g- looking at kind of what the state has mm-hmm. sent out uh, by two thousand twenty, the average composite score as a goal was supposed to be two, uh, twenty-one for the state. Okay. So uh, we're not quite at that, but what Director Hickman would like to see is he would like to see us as a county do a much better job of letting parents know, letting students know exactly why that twenty-one is so important. And we will be offering ways to improve, better, uh, more classes, more tutoring, more things more preparatory. Classes, guided, guided instruction. Um, and, and what we've seen is that it's, when we look at our ACT strategies, we've got a lot of really good things going on. The problem is just sometimes the lack in the, re- in the direction and, and that unification in some of the things that help. So what MCPS 21 is going to do is it's going to help parents understand and students understand just how important that test score is. Um, I talked to, I'll highlight a, a student, uh, Gavin Williams, um, about the ACT and about this program and what we were going to do. He's actually going to come on board and help us out. But he said getting kids to understand not to be afraid of the test because you look at the ACT and it's it's this thing that's held over their heads, but at the end of the day, it's just proving what you know. And and that's right. one of my big things with assessment. You should never be afraid of any test. You know, Nick, you were talking about testing and everything. Um, my, my daughter, who has got a master's degree from University of Knoxville, and she's a teacher, um, she did fabulous all year at school until it came time for tests. Standardized tests were her worst nightmare. And, you know, she struggled and struggled with the ACT and she'd had the special training and all kinds of things to prepare for it. And um, her goal was to try to get a 30. Of course, she didn't quite make that, 
but she she did do better in her second term, and I think she had like a twenty seven. So you know that's pretty decent um, ACT score. Um, go ahead. Well, and that's that's kind of the big thing with this NCPS twenty one program, and, and just some of the different research that we're seeing is that the more that we can normalize this test for students, the more that they can get used to, and 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 almost to this point with these kids is is gaming it and realizing where the ACT tries to get you, where, where they're looking for information, the better off uh, students are going to do. The reason why ACT is so important is because it is that nationally recognized test. He, your daughter took it. I took it when I was in high school. So it's something that all the colleges see and, and feel good about the information. Um, in this day and age of testing that we have, having a test that is nationally recognized that people feel is recognizable for being that secure test that tells us things that that's important. So getting your kids used to understanding the process and understanding, I'll be honest uh, with most of the students that I work with, the testing conditioning, almost just being able to make it through an ACT and how long it is. So I've had good students that struggle with the last portions because they're tired. So so Nick and, and this ACT MCPS twenty one program, let's um give our listening audience a little insight to what we plan on doing to to just get the word out, get the awareness up, and and let them know what's available to help them. Okay, uh, what we're hoping to do is to do some parent nights and some info nights and work with guidance counselors. Uh, I know Miss Yvette Carter is going to be on later, and and we're working together on some of that information. Um, just being more visible. You're going to see us out, um, the the county office staff. Uh, we're going to talk to some of the previous standout athletes and, and students to try to get their, their voice and utilize their kind of platform for getting kids to understand how impactful the ACT is. Um, we're going to see a hype video that we're putting together that you and I are working on so that hopefully kids just understand that this is an option for them. And, and the one thing that I want kids to take away is that it's not just for college now. Um, we don't want kids making decisions that are going to impact their lives later on. So understanding that that even though you may not be going straight into college, having that ACT is going to be something that helps you. Um, technical schools look at this test score. So the, the real thing about MCPS 21 is understanding what that 21 means to our students and understanding how that impacts their life. That's great to know. Um, MCPS 21 is going to be an ACT initiative. I believe our scores are just a little below that right now. Yes, sir. So this will be right at the state, um, what not mandate, but a state. Um, their, their SMART goal is 21. SMART goal, okay, of 21. So we'll be equaling the SMART goal of the state of Tennessee. Um, what other facets of ACT um, testing and that you might want to share with our listening audience. Just understanding what the test is about. And, and one of the things that, that you hear ACT, this has kind of been a pet project of mine for some time, um, benchmarks. And, and you'll hear people talk about benchmarks, especially in the education world. What that benchmark in the education world is, is can a student from Murray County schools step into a college class? Can they step into a technical career and be ready to do what they need to do. So when you talk about the college and career readiness benchmarks, that's that's utilizing the test that they have, um, the four tests of English, math, reading, and science, and understanding what level our students need to be at in order to be successful. So uh, the scores for benchmarks is an 18 in English, a 22 for math, a 22 for reading, and a 23 for science. And what that tells me is that as you go through the subjects, the more that you have to apply something, the higher up the quality needs to be. So looking at science, for example, utilizing graphs, utilizing charts and information, that's that's going to have a high benchmark for it. So it, it getting people to understand what that score really means to them. That's cool. I, I didn't realize so much. And in, then in the, in the, uh, it's been a long time since I've taken any standardized testing um, like ACT. Um, what are another, what is another test that is, um, frequently given for high school seniors? SAT. SAT. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, is that, um, 
as stringent and as important as an ACT? The, the SAT is a little bit different. Scholastic aptitude test. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the one that I actually took. I grew up in Florida, so that was the one that I took. I didn't take the ACT. I don't recall taking the ACT, but it's been a lot of years. <laughs> um, the, AC, the SAT differs in that it looks at uh, English and math primarily. Okay. With ACT, it gives you that science. It gives you that reading. So you've got a wider variety in in some of the research that I've done and that I've looked at, I, I'm starting to come around more to the ACT because it gives you a wider picture of what kids are, are doing and what they're capable of. I would say that's why some of the STEM initiatives and programs are so important nowadays in our schools. Absolutely. And, and STEM is becoming one of the new kind of reportable things that ACT is looking at with their scores because they can give you a STEM score by combining some of the different things that you have to do with science and math. So. Cool. Um, So this new role that you're in, um, being the uh, high school coordinator, um, what is the big change in your in your daily routine? Um, I mean, you attend to go to schools quite a bit, right? Yes, sir. That's one of the big things I said in my interview was that my role as high school coordinator is ultimately a coach of teachers, coach of teachers and a coach of principals. And and my position is different than my predecessors in the fact that I'm not the gotcha type person. I'm I'm the person that's going to go in and we talk about what the district goals are. We talk about what need, what should be happening in schools. And and then we brainstorm ideas to help people. Um, I've had a lot of great interactions and and I've enjoyed it a lot. Um, I miss the interaction with students quite a bit, but I've gained a new perspective and and a healthy perspective. dealing with teachers and principals. Uh, to me, it's impacting the lives of students without being right there with the students. So um, it's, it's definitely a, a, an interesting switch, but it is, it's, it's back to coaching. It's back, back to, to coaching, but you're coaching uh, teachers, principals, administrators, and um, all the things that are due to do with the high schools. Yes, sir. That's very cool. I didn't myself actually know exactly what your role was, so it's good to to hear you tell me a little bit more about it. Um, are there any things that anything that um, would um, relate in your job specifically to coaching um, the teachers for the ACT? Working working together with the high schools and especially with counselors is, is going to be one of the bigger goals. Um, just kind of trying to pump those kids up and and to really look and research some of the different programs that we're in, implementing in the high schools. Um, one of our big targets when we come back from Christmas is going to be sitting down, looking at scheduling and, and seeing what's the most effective way to help kids for this test. Um, and not only this test, uh, that's uh, Dr. Miller would, would have me say that looking at end of course scores and, and just growth overall for students and, and growing our kids in the things that are going to make them successful in life. Yeah. So. And you referenced Dr. Miller. Dr. Miller is the director of instruction. Yes, sir. And um, Mr. Gaines would be the director of curricular and instruction. Well, uh, the assistant superintendent. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So um, Dr. Miller had very nice things to say about you when you come in, come on board at Murray County Public Schools in this role. She says, we are excited to have Mr. Deschamps join our team. His experiences in the classroom and as coach in both athletics and professional learning communities make him an ideal candidate for this role. That's well said. I mean, it takes that, that part of your coaching and says, like you just said now, you're the coach for the teachers and the principals. Yes, sir. That is very cool. Had a very high praise from somebody that I respect a, a whole lot. Yeah, Dr. Miller's great. Um, she's uh, great to work with, too. Well, that's uh, well, we're going to go ahead and head to a break, uh, Nick. And we, when we come back from break, we're going to invite Miss Yvette Carter to join us. We'll see you in a few. Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools will be right back after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show on 103.7 FM. WKRM. We are here with Nick Deschamps. 
Nick is the high school coordinator for the instruction and curriculum departments. We were just talking with him about the ACTs. And joining us for the second half of the radio show is Miss Yvette Carter. She's the supervisor of counseling and mental health. This is like your third time on the show. Welcome back. Thank you. She's becoming my regular. She's going to be my backup when I decided to take a vacation down in the in the in the Gulf or somewhere in the in the Keys. I'm going to say vet cover the big yellow school bus. She'll be right on it, right? Absolutely. There you go. So you heard it here. I do have a backup bus driver now for the big yellow school bus. Yvette, Nick, you guys um, both work together a lot in your positions as the high school coordinator and as the counselor, uh, supervisor of counseling and mental health. Go ahead and Nick, tell us some of the interactions you may have and how important they are in our school district with Miss um, Carter. Well, in, in my role, it, it's helping out, like I said, coaching people and, and working through some of the different transactions that we have to do from central office. Miss um, Carter and I have been able to work together with these gui- with our guidance counselors to handle a lot of different situations from the reporting of scores to early graduation to move on when ready, all of these different programs that we have for students. Um, but it's just that relationship at central office and the communication in order to help all the students in Murray County and all the teachers in Murray County. And to you, Miss Yvette, as, as a similar um, thing that you want to say, is there anything you want to add to that and how the relationship is formed? I mean, Nick is fairly new to this role, and I'm, I'm sure we are all trying to help guide him. But I think he has this thing down already. He does. He does. Nick has been a great asset to our team and working with high school. And right now he's also supporting middle schools. So he's been extremely helpful as we try to navigate and um, strengthen our curriculum and our programs here in the district. So Very good. I like it exciting. when I have a team environment here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of work with everybody because I rely on everybody to get me com- or information for the communications department and get that out to the masses, um, whether it be internal or external. Um, so I, I really enjoy when I get the, this um, team effort going on. Let's talk a little bit, Yvette, about something that we haven't talked about in your previous visits on the show. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the family resource centers that are available at some of our schools in the district. Are they, is it every school? Family resource centers are not at every school, but they are available to anyone that needs supports. You can always go to um, one of the uh, schools. And so far, we have a family resource center at Central High School. We have another resource center at Withorn Middle School. We have a center at Cox Middle School. And we have a center or a family resource director that serves the whole Mount Pleasant campus. So she works with elementary, middle, and high school. So it's exciting to have these four teams to work with um, to help support our students. That's pretty cool. And so you say any school can utilize the services of the Family Resource Centers. Um, tell me what is one of the big things and that the Family Resource Center helps out with students. Um, really, right now, one of the biggest things they're doing is supporting our remote learning students, and that's both academically and social-emotionally, and making sure that they are receiving food. If they need any other kinds of supports, they provide that for them, whether they need counseling or whether they just need someone to um, come by and check in on them and check in on the students. Yeah, I they think, have I think that kind of that thing. the fact that they're at home learning is something maybe new because their parents decided, you know, there's too many health risks to Mm -hmm. go to school because they have immunity problems or something. So that being home alone, oh my gosh, reminds me of that telephone, that that TV show or that movie, Mm -hmm. Home Alone. I'm Mm -hmm. holding my hands up to my cheeks right now. Imagine I'm screaming. Um, That is going to be a big help when they can reach out to anybody that's not used to having... um, peer interactions. Mm -hmm. And another great thing, um, they really try to help the families in terms of making sure they have their work, if they need the packet, if they need to log in, they're making sure all of those things are done. And some of the schools I know at Withorn, she works with the cafeteria and they help to get all the students the lunches and the breakfasts that they're missing every day when they're going remote or when we're transitioning or we're pivoting. So it's really, really been a great advantage 
to have uh, family resource centers in our district. All right. And you were talking about some of those things. Now, give me a goal. What is um, one of the goals you have for the family resource centers? Um, Some of our biggest goals, our biggest goal this year is to really try to increase our um, visibility, especially online. Um, We're all trying to figure out ways that we can get us either a Twitter account or or, um, a Google Classroom so that people will know, go here and this is a one-stop shop and they can find all the information they want. So we've been really trying to work on that together as a team. And we're all in, they're all in different campuses, so sometimes it's hard to get together. So we have monthly meetings now, and we've accomplished that goal. And then we can share information that we, we have. We're also trying to build a nice, solid resource directory for all of Murray County so people can go to local places. It's hard when you tell someone, we'll drive all the way to Nashville, even driving all the way to Franklin. So having local supports is really important, and we're trying to build that capacity as well. Don't forget Facebook. Yes. Okay, you said Twitter and classrooms. Yeah, Facebook. I think all the social media um, platforms are very helpful to get word out, to educate. I know a lot of parents use Facebook and a lot of professionals and teachers and students use Twitter and Facebook so that you hit both. If you, I mean, you hit a wide range if you get on both of those. And uh, Google Classroom really impresses me also. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's a good goal to have in mind. And, um, you know, getting an online presence, um, we do have a section on, your, on our website at murrayk12.org, correct? Yes. And um, are are you in the process of revamping that? I believe we've had some discussion on that. Yes, we are updating that as we speak. Oh, right. Excellent. And that can be found at murrayk12.org. That is part of um, the navigation menu under students, parents, right? Yes. Under students, parents, and then under pupil services. Mm Mm-hmm. And once you get to pupil services, you would go down to counseling and mental health. Yes. All right. So it's available at murrayk12.org under students, parents, pupil services, and counseling and mental health. Jack, I wanted to tell you one really interesting thing about the Family Resource Centers. Okay. We are one of the few states in the country that have Family Resource Centers that is supported by the state. So we are part of the state legislators started us in 1993. Um, And we are one of the counties, one of 65 counties in the state that has an FRC. So only 79 districts in the state have family resource centers. That's kind of cool. It is. Now, is this family resource center, I'm I'm imagining it's a, a designated area within the school? And see, that's it's not. It's it not. is. Yeah, we, we do a lot of collaborative work. And so they do have an office and have a lot of their resources there, but they also go out in the community and they work with the community. They all have advisory groups. Okay. And so the advisory groups is part of their local community, local area. And those groups help support them and give them ideas on how they can partner with different people in the community. Yeah, you were uh, you just hitting on one of my next questions, community partnerships and collaborations. Um, that involves all kinds of organizations such as churches, banks, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Excellent. Um, FCR activities going on right now. Do you have a list or do you have anything you want to heavily promote, especially during this holiday season? Yes, all of our locations have Angel Tree or Santa Trolley or um, a Christmas shop. I love you some Santa trolleys. Yes. Those are happening soon, right? Yes. On Saturday in Mount Pleasant, they have their Santa trolley, um, and that's going to be a very fun activities. But all those, all the um, families down there received a ticket, so they'll know that they can come because they have this ticket. Cool. Um, at Cox Middle School, they have their Santa shop where students can come in and shop And the really cool part about it is people from central offices and other places come and help the kids wrap and help the kids shop. So it's been a really fun activity and a real great bonding activity for the students. And I can't I can't stress enough the importance of having angel trees. Mm-hmm. Um, I've already adopted my angel this year and mm-hmm. had a blast going out to the stores and spending money and, mm-hmm. and these just cute, just adorable little outfits and stuff because they give you a list. Mm-hmm. And oddly enough, a lot of angel tree recipients want clothes. Yes, they do. You would think they'd be you'd be spending your whole time at the toy department, Nick, but no. You see the list, it kind of breaks your heart because they need clothes. Mm-hmm. And 
I'm always up for a good angel tree shopping spree. Mm-hmm. Uh, we And we still are having some families come to us. So if there's still a need, please let us know and we will try our best to support them in that area. They start their angel tree list in October. Good. So it um, it is the biggest event that they actually do all year long besides their end of the year events. Support with school-wide positive behavior and support. And then before COVID, I was a Almost always going to give you a hug when I seen you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you've got something down here called Holiday Hugs. How are you handling that this year? Well, Holiday Hugs is virtual. Okay. Um, also, we just provide our families with the cocoa and the cookies, put them in um, little baggies, and they can take them with them. And they we social distance. So that way we won't have too many people. Just like when they pick up on Saturday, they have specific times that they pick up. And so that way we can keep it social distance. I like that. Mm-hmm. Still having our holiday hugs in, in a pandemic. Mm-hmm. It's not Absolutely. quite the same, but it'll work. Yes, it will. Um, you have other things down here, like um, or you have a role with attendance, supporting students' engagement in schools. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Well, they are the tier two um, and a lot of tier one just calling in and checking on students. All right, why aren't you at school? Is there something we can do to help you? Do you need help with your homework? Do you need, are you catching the bus? Have you been missing the bus? How can we help you? you, What type of transportation you need? So just making sure that students are engaged in school. And if they're having any challenges, what can we do to support them? How can we connect them with a mentor or someone who can really help them as far as coming to school? So we try to do everything we can to encourage and support students as family resource directors. Sounds like a busy job. Yes, they are extremely busy. I'll also add to that, it sounds like a fun job. Yes, they really, really, at the end of the day, even after they work, it's hard because they work longer hours during this time, just making sure everything is set up and it's ready. They're there till eight and nine, but they're so excited when the students come in and see their things and see the gifts. And they're able, kids love to buy for others, especially their their mom or their caregiver. So they are really excited to be able to do that and even pick up a little something for themselves. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's always good when we have the ability to check in on students because it can make a difference. Mm-hmm. It can make a huge difference. Nick, what kind of interactions are you experiencing right now with the Family Resource Centers? Uh, Not a whole lot yet, but I do know quite a few people that work with them. And and I'll echo what you said, that that work right now is one of the most important things that we're doing because – Kids don't have that daily. Some kids don't have that daily interaction, and yeah. and the remote learning is taking its toll on everybody, and and it it it's going to need a lot of support. I have this great habit, and I call it a great habit because I love them dearly. Talking about my grandkids, <laughs> and you know they um, were started out the school year doing remote learning. And the parents quickly learned that remote learning wasn't the best. (laughs) And they are tickled to be back in school. Mm -hmm. Um, Talking about uh, family training. Now, we talked a lot about what you guys are interacting with, helping students, you know, that need us, um, calling in, checking in, which Mm -hmm. I think is amazing. Um, What do you offer for the families? We offer, well, prior to the COVID, we offered a lot of different ways for parents to come in in the daytime and just look at their kids' work, talk, let them talk to teachers, doing family nights, also doing some parenting classes, what kind of things do they need help with, homework help, all of those kind of things so they can kind of understand this is how school and this is how school works. It makes a big difference, especially when you can see the student's schoolwork and you can figure out ways, how can I help my student be successful in school? And so those are some of the things that they um, do. They also really help students with mentoring. We have several mentors that help our family resource centers because they are one man shops. <laughs> so they have a lot of mentors that come in right. and support them. And that's really helping students. You know, when you look at your college degree and your college um, application, it makes a difference when students are able to put down that they did some community service. So their mentoring is kind of like community service. I believe it's so. Tennessee Achieves where they, I've done mm-hmm. the mentorship um, and it's been a few years. Um, 
I got a lot out of that. I thought it was really interesting interacting with the students getting ready to go to college and making sure they hit their timelines and mentoring them on the things that they're going to just prepare them for what was coming next. Mm-hmm. And mentoring is so important. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like coaching, right? Everybody needs a mentor and everybody mm-hmm. needs a coach. Yes, yeah, they definitely do. Um, so whenever um, a parent comes and asks for help, they try their best to help them. They also, they kind of bridge the gap between the teacher and the parent. So if the teacher is having a tough time with a student, but that's the student that's working with the family resource director, then they kind of let them kind of do the help. So that is really, really a good support for teachers as well as the family. So they're there, that bridge, that gap that we have sometimes. I really like that. Um, you know, I think that's something that my daughter would probably like to utilize if she knew more about it. I think we need to maybe help get the word out a little bit more and, mm-hmm. and let people know mm-hmm. that this service is available and there are classes like nutrition classes. Are you going to teach me how mm-hmm. to cook? Yeah, sometimes they get to do that. Oh, in Cox, wow. they have um, kitchens down there, so they're able to do that. UT um, Extension does a lot of different cooking classes, and they'll come in and do that support. And the family resource director will just schedule that and set it up so that parents can come in. I'm finding that I I don't know if I'm a good cook, but I'm, I'm, I enjoy cooking. And it's something new for me to get into the kitchen and go, hmm, what can I make? And how many seasonings can I add to this without killing it, you know? Um, so I'm actually that getting into it. sounds like fun, It is. Jack. It is fun. And I'm thinking I have this little Alexa video on my counter there, and I ask her questions all the time about spices and seasonings, and she's really good with me. So um, it's like having my own coach right there on, on my, on my uh, counter. What are... I see on my list here, ESL classes. We were talking earlier about acronyms, Nick, and I don't always understand what the acronyms are, and I'm sure our listening audience does. So what is an ESL class? Um, English as a second language. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. That is so cool. Uh um, I've recently um, had an update to our software when we send out messages to all Murray Mm -hmm. that we can now make them available in Spanish. Mm -hmm. Because we have a large um, audience of Spanish-speaking mm-hmm. um, individuals, and this has definitely been a, 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 a added thing. It's mm-hmm. so good because we had a lot of complaints, or and we'd have people call up and they needed to talk to somebody in our office that spoke Spanish, so they could say, "I need to read the, I need to know what this says." Right, because it's important, and I don't know what it says. Mm-hmm. So. Um, that is English as a second language mm-hmm. is kind of so, cool. Yeah. So we really try to work with those families and make sure, like you said, they have access to everything that everyone else does. And like you said, we have to find someone to speak the Spanish yeah. to support them. But yes. Tell me a little bit about the student academic support program that you got going on. We really we have a few um, summer programs. I know at. Um, with Thorne Middle School, they have like a STEM summer camp, and I went to it this past summer. So it was really cute looking at all the students, and they were just in different areas. And we get a lot of grant money to help fund that. Cool. So that's been a good thing for them. And they usually try to go on trips and that kind of thing. But it's been, you know, a little different this year. But, yeah, that's some of the things that they do. Um, also, after school programs, they have like reading buddies and that kind of thing. Um, the YMCA provides different kinds of supports and reading. And so working with the Family Resource Center, that's some of the things that they do. I love it. The after school reading programs is one of the things I remember as a, as a child growing up is we got to stay after, which was as in an elementary school. You didn't mind. You really didn't. As you got older, you were like, what? That's like discipline. But as an elementary child, you were like, oh, cool. We get to stay after and learn this. Mm-hmm. And your friends would stay with you. And, and reading programs were something I remember. And I, I'm, I'm almost certain at Riverside Elementary, when my youngest daughter was there. She stayed after four days out of five. Mm. And she was excited to stay after and do that extra tutoring or learning or reading program. Um, I see here you also have drug awareness programs. Yeah, we do. We um, we work with different organizations to make sure that we provide that information for students. Um, I know that um, not Centerstone Mental Health Co-op has a counselor who teaches different drug programs. So, and they go around to the different classes and actually provide that information or resource, but they make sure that the parents are okay with them actually providing that support. 
awesome, awesome, amazing things going on at Murray County Public Schools with the Family Resource Centers. Thank you, Yvette, for sharing that with us. Thank you for having me, Jack. I really appreciate it. We're going to come back in a couple minutes after the break and close out the show. Thanks for being with us today. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools will be right back after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show. We're here with Yvette Carter, Supervisor of Counseling and Mental Health, and Nick Deschamps, School Coordinator, High School Coordinator at Murray County Public Schools. I didn't get that last name quite right, did I? Deschamps. That's okay. Coach D works just fine. How'd you say it in... um, in The French-Canadian way way? Deschamps. Deschamps. No S at the end. No. Deschamps. Mr. Deschamps. I like that. It has a nice ring to it. Mm -hmm. I probably won't say that, though. Coach D works just fine. Coach D. All right. I like that, too. (laughs) So, Yvette, um, before the break, we were finishing up with um, talking about the Family Resource Center. We are always looking for community partners to help with any of our Family Resource Centers. So if you're interested in partnering with us, please um, either call the Family Resource Center or get in touch with me. Call, email me. Um, Also, we are always available to help parents. Feel free to reach out if you need help with anything, remote learning, food, supports. We are here for you. Again, if you want to find out information on how to contact Ms. Carter, you go to the MaryK12.org website, go to the Students Parents tab, go to the drop down to Pupil Services, and you will find her link to her, um, her section of our website for counseling and mental health. All right, Nick, was there anything on our discussion earlier about ACTs you wanted to highlight? Well, not necessarily ACT, but wanted to highlight one of the the fun jobs that I've got right now because of COVID and and some of the things the school district's doing. Highlight the remote registration that's going on for the third quarter Yes, that's active currently. Now, we're we're recording a little early for the show, so this show will be... Um, over it'll be Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. We okay. air it three times. So Monday, if you're listening Monday, this does not apply. <laughs> uh, remote registration ends Sunday, December thirteenth. Um, just want to make sure that we get kids signed up that that need that remote option for their learning. And I will say that we're going to leave that remote learning registration link live probably all night Sunday night and then turn it off when we come to work Monday morning. Um, Traditionally, we have done like a cutoff time and we thought it would be just a little bit easier if we just left it open all day. And then when we arrive at work Monday morning, we'll go ahead and cut it off and collect all the um, people that registered and get them into the system. And if you have registered and you're wondering why you haven't got an email, we don't send out an email until we have everybody registered. So we send out a mass email using the uh, the all call all email system that we have. What else, Nick? Uh, just uh, thank everybody for what they're doing, and, and really want to highlight that instruction, as I've started calling it, instead of remote learning. Remote instruction is is a new thing for everybody, and. And I'm excited for what I see in the different classrooms happening. Um, looking forward to teachers working with parents and, and just want to reiterate to parents, uh, make sure that you're communicating with your schools. Uh, this has opened up a whole lot of avenues and new learning for teachers. So make sure that you're having those, those talks with your teacher or with your students, teachers and, and with your principals. So I, I really enjoy that being open with this new remote instruction that we're having. And Ms. Carter, on the Family Resource Center, um, is there anything else that you'd like to cover before I switch gears towards the end of the show here? I just want to say thank you, thank you to everyone who's helped support our Family Resource Center during this time, bringing food or any other types of support, donating their time. 
Um, we really appreciated clothes, especially with our um, Santa trolley, our angel tree, and our Santa store. So we are really, really um, appreciative of all the supports we receive from Murray County. Thank you, Yvette. So now let's, um, I've traditionally started something towards the end of the show, and I've given my um, visitors that I've invited to be on the show an opportunity to call out somebody in your life or at work. Go. You're up, Nick. All right. I've got a couple different people uh, in, in, in groups. The first first person that I want to call out and shout out is, is a man named Derek Green. And, yeah, it's and actually called a shout out. I'm sorry. Miss <laughs> Yvette Carter will be well aware of this person. Derek is doing a phenomenal job. He is a high school guidance counselor at Mount Pleasant uh, High School, and he's rocking it, and they're working really hard on their episodes. He's been one of uh, one of my great friends to work with as, as I transition into this new position, but I want to shout out Derek and some of the work that he's doing. Um, the next group... Way to go, Derek! The next group, uh, Sarah Lacey, Pauline Boylan, and Allison Matney. Um, for those... For those parents that are listening to the show, we're going through this interesting process of benchmark assessments, and these three ladies have been very pivotal in helping me to guide what the county's doing as far as their district's benchmark assessments for math. So I want to shout out Sarah Lacey, Pauline Boylan, Allison Matney. Awesome. Thank you, ladies. The last group is a big group. I like it. And I can't I can't express the gratitude that we see from central office. I said I was excited about the remote learning and some of the different opportunities that we've done and remote instruction. I want to send a shout out to the teachers, the guidance counselors, the staff, and all of the principals at Murray County Public Schools. The job that they are doing right now is one of the hardest ones that they've ever had to do. Especially and, right now. And, and, and they're rocking it out. Uh, the, the things that we see on a daily basis, it's not easy, but they're there for their students and they're there for their community. And we as central office cannot express our thanks and our gratitude for what they are doing daily in the lives of students. I'll, I'll echo that on my little bitty shout out to say thank you. School administrators, principals, assistant principals, teachers, counselors, the things you're doing daily to make things change lives, to, to grow lives, to teach academics. You're doing an amazing job. All right, Ms. Carter, would you like to give a shout-out to somebody today? Yes, I'd like to shout-out Luemma McWilliams. She is... She's amazing. Amazing, <laughs> awesome, the best ever to work with. I appreciate all her support and all her help. She has been so supportive of me, and so I really appreciate her. And Luemma is now the principal. The principal of the virtual school, and she also works with Northfield Academy. Yeah. I'd also like to shout out the Exceptional Education Department. I couldn't do my job without them as well. They are the best. And I know you said, but I have to shout out to People Services, all of my people. There you go. <laughs> all of your people. All of my People Services people. Um, been just working hard, especially on attendance. That has been really right. challenging this year, and we are working through it together as a team, and so it's been good. You know, I, I shouted out to all the administrators at the schools, the principal assistant, principal teachers, et cetera, an amazing job. And I, and I see the action at central office daily mm -hmm. in pupil services, curriculum instruction, operations, people the pandemic has made everything tenfold and every one of the people that work at this district are stepping that up. They're doing an amazing job making sure the students of Murray County are taken care of. Thank you. So let me, uh, I, I don't know how much time we have to hear, probably about five minutes or so. I want to talk about the big yellow school bus itself. We've used the big yellow school bus to communicate, um, from, principals to teachers to um, supervisors. We're going to have a very special Big Yellow School Bus on the next week. We are going to have Superintendent Michael Hickman, Assistant Superintendent Scott Gaines, and Assistant Superintendent Eric Perriman. 
we will be doing a question and answer about the state of the schools in Murray County Public Schools. This will be a must-listen, so just to reach more people, we are actually going to videotape the show. You'll see us live in the studio. Well, we will be recorded in the studio to be played back. Um, so you'll have an opportunity to actually see what happens in the studio and hear the state of the schools. And it's not necessarily a state of the schools address, but it is questions and answers that are going to help you moving forward to understand what's going on at Murray County Public Schools from the superintendent's view to curriculum instruction, assistant superintendent Scott Gaines, to operations department, um, which Eric Pearman, assistant superintendent Eric Pearman covers. There is so much going on that I think this will be a must-listen-to, must-see show. I hope you guys can join us, Yvette and, and uh, Mr. Deschamps. There you go with my first name thing. There you go. <laughs> Coach D. I was uh, telling people that I, I sometimes get caught up in things I'm doing, and I, can, I look them straight in the face, and I have to say their last name because that's all I can think at the time. Um, so, Ms. Carter, Mr. Mr. Champs, thank you so much for coming on the show. Are there any other public service announcements you'd like to announce in your departments or anything that you're doing to let people know about before we call it a show? Nope, just remote right. registration. Remote registration is open until December 13th. It'll be open all night Sunday, I'm sure. So if you need to enroll in the remote learning, please go online and submit. If you are in remote learning and want to change to in-person, do not fill out this form. Do us a favor contact the school and let them know that you were remote but you plan on coming to in person that's just a, a that's just a courtesy it's not required but it, again if you do not want to be in person do not fill out the form is that correct yes sir and we're glad to have you back <laughs> yeah in person is probably the best way but we understand that sometimes remote learning is probably the best thing to be doing well, that's it for this week's Big Yellow School Bus. Thank you for joining me, Nick. Thank you, Yvette. I Thanks appreciate you guys us. taking the time to come out here and talk to everybody. We will talk to you again next week. Thank you for tuning in to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. Hop on the Big Yellow School Bus every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. and Sundays at 7 p.m. to hear more about what's going on at Murray County Public Schools right here on WKRM 103.7 FM and 1340 AM.